You are listening to episode 32. This episode is brought to you by my new course, How to Dominate LinkedIn with Your Personal Brand. Do you feel like when you're on the LinkedIn platform, you're not really sure how to actually navigate it? Does it feel clunky or confusing? And do you have all these connections, but you're not sure how to really leverage those connections and how to really show up virtually in presenting your personal brand? Well, that is what this course is about. Because since September, I've gone from 1,500 connections to about 8,000 connections on LinkedIn. Not only that, I've gotten clients through my content and people have actually reached out to me to speak for virtual speaking engagements. So if this is something that you would really like to capitalize on and take advantage of and learn about, then this course is definitely for you. And you can learn about it more in my show notes and I will have the link to the waitlist just for you. And now on with the show. I am so excited to share this episode with you because this is someone who I connected with through a community for podcasters, either looking to be a guest or to have guests on their show. That community seems to have gone down from the internet, but I met a lot of great people through there, including my friend who was on another podcast episode, Alex Carmelli. Well, here's another connection I made. And the cool thing is we both have very similar passions. Like myself, she also is a singer songwriter and she also has created a social media business in this industry. So it was really cool to hear the perspective from someone so similar to me. And she has a lot of gems to drop for you today on this episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. everyone. Welcome to the Okiki podcast. And today I'm really excited to have a guest who has very similar passions to me. Uh, her name is Suzanne Yada. She actually um, is a singer songwriter, which is so cool. Uh, I don't know very many of those. And then she's also a productivity coach and she helps with marketing. So she's multi-passionate and I'm just really excited to have her on the podcast today. So thank you so much, Suzanne, for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'd love to know more about you. Um, As you said, you have a multi-passionate background. So can you tell us um, about your career path and your path to even finding those passions? And yeah, what led you to start each endeavor? Yeah, those are all good questions. Um, It's always a search and it it's like one thing leads to another, which leads to another. So I can't really pinpoint like, when did I, when did I start the singer songwriter? Well, I mean, I started playing piano when I was four and I took lessons, but I can't pinpoint the, 
the creativity part of it uh, until much later on. And then yeah. that spiraled into my, I think all of them link up to this desire to communicate stories to a lot of people at once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it started actually with poetry and writing and then turned into songwriting and then uh, turned into a career in journalism, which mm. turned into a career in marketing, which turned into a career in productivity. So it like all of them just kind of one after another, uh, I can't pinpoint exactly where, but I think that the genesis is, um, you know, I, I've always had a desire to be a storyteller in some way or another. Mm-hmm. I do like that you link the fact that there is a storytelling component to all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, from a songwriting background, I would assume too that that's probably obviously the most personal and the most vulnerable part of your storytelling process. Yeah. Um, so how, I guess, were you able to technically adapt that to your marketing coaching and your productivity coaching? Mm-hmm. Well, there's, it's, it's so interesting. So there's, and then there's also like a strain of journalism in there as, as well. Right, right. What my, my first career was, you know, my first big girl career. Um, but I, I think it translates from the story in my head and how to communicate it in a way that can be received, whether or not it's like um, intentional or not. Because uh, as a poet, I remember reading poetry at open mics to other poets. And I'm like, well, this is circular. Um, (laughs) So when I added music, it became more universal that people would connect to it in a way that um, whether or not they understood every word, they understood like the the core of the story without words. That's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. But I'm a very wordsy kind of person. So I Mm -hmm. went into journalism, I went into, and then from, from journalism went into marketing because businesses need to be able to tell their stories and need to be able to connect in that way. Uh, Unless you're selling, you know, plumbing, you know, even, even if you are selling plumbing and somebody's looking up, I need a plumber. um, There's still a a story that, that needs to be told. And then here's, here's the other thing. And, and why the productivity coaching has, uh, has, taking over some of, some of that. We all tell stories to ourselves. Mm. We all have the inside story that's like the tape that's on a loop that's saying, yeah. I don't want to do this. This isn't important. I could just do something else. I'm like, it, and productivity, there's a lot of roots to it. And there's a lot of different kinds of procrastination, right? There's a lot of roots to it. Um, a lot of it is based in fear, fear of the unknown, fear of success, you know, yeah. all these stories that are inside our heads. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the first time where I'm not, not the first time, but like in songwriting, I'm taking the stories in my head and kind of expressing it in a way. Yeah. And this is the first time that with my songwriting work and my marketing work that I am recognizing the patterns in me, the stories in my head, and I'm helping yeah. other people unlock the stories in their head to change their story. Wow. Okay. I just love how you conceptualize that. <laughs> no, genuinely, because it's, it's cool that you're able to see the story and everything, even in productivity. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, 
our lack of being able to be productive is the stories we tell ourselves. I've never really seen it that way before. And I have to say for someone who is coming from an artist background, I find it very interesting that that's the area that you picked because artists are are known for being um, kind of all over the place (laughs) when it comes to our organization and productivity. Um, I feel like those are skills that I've had to acquire through doing business. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that was kind of like the other part I wanted to ask you. Um, what were some of the obstacles for you in launching like those um, other businesses? And how did you overcome it? Yeah, so with I, I was already in journalism for a number of years, probably like 10 years almost. Um, if, if you count college, that counts. Um, I was already in journalism and feeling this need to tell other, other stories that, that are bigger than facts in, mm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just had this urge and didn't really take it seriously. I never like called myself a musician or a songwriter. I was like, that, that looks dumb on a business card. Mm-hmm. Um, until I think, I think it's because I, I started doing more inner work, started doing more mindfulness practices. And I, I ended up working with a coach, a, a life coach. Uh, mm-hmm. We did a barter. I, I did her website. She did my brain. It was great. Um, and in that work, I started realizing, uh, again, like the, 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 the loops in my head, mm-hmm. what they were telling me and how they were holding me back from the thing that I felt I was put on this earth to do, which is music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, um, in that work started taking music more seriously, started realizing that if I were to be in journalism, I would be holding to um, a, a code of ethics, which, which there's a reason it's there. There's a code of ethics where you're not, you're not supposed to be biased. You're supposed to, you know, leave that at the door. Um, and there's a reason it's there. And I no longer felt like I could hold myself to it because I just needed to tell more stories that would be considered biased or considered one way or the other. Um, so as it happens right about that time, I, I, as, as what happens a lot in the journalism industry nowadays, I got laid off and mm. I used that as an opportunity to enter into another career that was a lot more flexible, that had uh, more solid income opportunities, uh, and that I could work one-on-one with people, uh, businesses particularly, on how to tell their stories and use tech tools to reach the people that they need to reach. And so that's how I got into freelance marketing because being a freelancer allows me more flexibility to do music. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. I've been juggling those two for a good solid five years or so. And only recently did I realize that productivity in both the artist world and the business world, like a lot of my startup entrepreneurial folks were really struggling with productivity and it was all kind of thanks to the work that I did with my life coach I'm going to shout her out Jan McLean she's amazing um it's because of that work did I finally get the bravery to be like you know what's important to me I'm going to put that first and everything else falls in the spaces between Hmm. 
I love that. Um, it's so cool hearing you because I'm like, this is totally me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, I, I'm doing marketing and I have music as my passion. So yeah. I just love seeing someone else who's like very similar yeah. uh, in this space. And so what initiative then did you take to create your brand um, in the industry, knowing that your motives for for um, your company are slightly different than some business owners, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can say with 100% honesty, I dyed my hair blue. I dyed my hair blue to brand myself as somebody who thinks out of the box is a lot more creative and somebody who has, uh, like, I, I'm naturally an introvert mm. and the, the dye in the hair blue kind of forces me to be picked out of, of a crowd. Yeah. Um, that unless I'm in like an Amanda Palmer show in which there's like five <laughs> other blue haired women who are sitting right next to me. But um, other than that, like I show up at conferences and, and I, I intentionally put it that way. So I could be branded as the, like, oh, talk to the blue haired lady. She knows about Facebook ads or something like that. Um, and the, the name of my digital marketing is, is Yeda Creative. And I, I wanted that front and center. Um, and and Yeda is my last name. It's my real last name. People ask me if I made it up. I did not. Um, but it's, it's Yeda Creative so that I would be branded underneath this multi-passionate thing. And then uh, beneath all of that, I, I probably invented like seven different brands for things here and there. I had Little Spiral, which is my um, singer-songwriter. I'm also in an electronic duo called Helix Code. Um, and then I have this Do The Thing Club, which is branded differently. So I have like a lot of these different brands under my wing. Um, but it's all under the umbrella of, of Yeda Creative. And my, my brand is me. Like I, I forced my hair to be blue <laughs> so that I could stand out in certain conferences and in areas where people are like, oh, I want to work with her. That's very cool. And that's um, very legitimate. I know um, a couple of years ago, there was this lady, Goldie Chan, and she was picked as LinkedIn top voice. Mm -hmm. And it really shocked me given the demographic of that platform. Um, because she had bright, she's, uh, yeah, she's, she lives in uh, San Francisco. She has bright green hair. She's a millennial. And I was like, oh man, that's awesome. Like if someone like you could um, have success on that platform, I'll, I'll try it out more because, um, because I guess my artist background, that just showed me like, okay, maybe there's a space for me here, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's very cool when you're talking about the colors and, mm -hmm. and the psychology behind that. Mm -hmm. And I know you touched on this a little bit, but what were you hoping to offer the industry that was different than what you were seeing other marketers and, and productivity coaches offer? Yeah, so I wanted to offer a, an, an honesty and authenticity uh, and, and like a realist, like uh, I, <laughs> speaking of another brand, uh, I, I started a little brand called Signal Boost Collective and its tagline was be you but louder. And that's kind of what I bring to it is I, I really want people to get to the core of who they are and not be afraid to broadcast their, their freak flags to the world. Um, and 
there's also a, a level of like honesty and, and integrity that I think is missing from the marketing world. Um, I was just on a phone with a woman the other day who had um, an Amazon business, like selling license plate frames. It was probably a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I was honest with her and I said, I would love for you to hire me and help you out, but the numbers don't add up. I can't, I can't run yeah. Facebook and Instagram ads on this and have it be a success. And I really want this to be a success. So we need to figure out either another business model or you need to go business to business and sell them to dealerships or, you know, like it's a specialty kind of silicon based license plate frame. It's kind of a weird market. And I just said, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I can do that. Um, I also train people on the Facebook and Instagram ads platform where a mm-hmm. lot of other uh, marketers, they say, oh, no, no, that's a no-no because they're not going to hire you to do it for them. They're just going to do it mm-hmm. themselves. I'm like, maybe they should want to do it themselves. And maybe this is a better thing for them so that they're in control of their marketing. And so mm-hmm. they're not shoveling money like thousands and thousands of dollars to an agency that's getting them no results because they don't understand their business. So mm-hmm. like, while I do offer done for you, just because like, I know not everybody has the time to be a Facebook and Instagram ads expert. It is a full-time job, I tell you. <laughs> but uh, I also want to be in integrity and offer people services that will actually help them and not just help me. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very cool. And, uh, oh, I've just been enjoying this so much. Um, yeah, and so my last question for you is, what do you value the most about being an entrepreneur now, a multi-passionate entrepreneur? Um, there's a freedom and there's a responsibility. Mm. Um, f- freedom is such a loaded gift because uh, it means no safety net. And it also means possibility. So it means it's possible that I can do music. And I'm, I'm really, I, I really want, I've decided that my music is not going to be my breadwinner. And I'm cool with that because it lets me express whatever I need to express without worrying about market um, waves. So um, I can earn for myself the money in digital marketing as well as the productivity side. Um, The digital marketing is very specific B2B. The productivity is very like artists and activists and everybody uh, needs to learn to prioritize the thing that really matters the most to them. So um, I am passionate about all of those and I just feel like that's, that's, that's kind of my, my approach to, to everything. So I enjoy the freedom of being able to follow my passions and pursuits to, to follow my curiosity and to build these skills that help people. I love that. That's so awesome. And uh, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story today. Uh, like I said, it was a pleasure for me. When I read your uh, write-up, I was like, yes, I would love this. <laughs> I'd love so to great. hear another perspective. 
in this uh, area. Um, and then also, I just want to give you a chance to share with the audience today if you have any launches coming up or pro promotions or anything specifically you'd like them to know about you that's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So um, right now, what I've got in place right now at yadacreative.com, that's Y-A-D-A creative.com, uh, you can download a two, um, actually two free modules from my Facebook and Instagram ads training course. Uh, one gets you into the mindset of, of marketing and funnels and the other gets you uh, into um, who to target that will actually buy um, which are the two, like the most important fundamental things before you launch into Facebook ads. Um, and then also um, visit do the thing club.com. You can use it also do do the thing club, but I just think it's easier to say the .com. Um, both will work and, and sign up there. We will be launching, uh, we will be launching at an undetermined but soon date. Awesome. Oh, thanks so much, Suzette. Yeah, I really absolutely. appreciate you and your advice and your time. And absolutely. uh yeah. Uh, also on the side note, if you don't mind sending me some of your music, I'd love to check oh, it out. Oh yes, <laughs> little littlespiral.com. You can get my EP for free at freemusic.littlespiral.com. And I send you five songs over the course of five days plus uh some background stories and I have some bonus tracks you can't hear on Spotify. I do have the EP up on Spotify and Apple Music and, and Amazon and everything, but um, you can get for free plus a bunch of bonus content at freemusic.littlespiral.com. Awesome. Definitely going to do that. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Thank you so yeah, much. Absolutely.